This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Chris and I were talking about the psychic that I went and saw this past weekend. And you could hear it for Mortified if you listen back to the podcast. 965thebuzz.com slash podcast. Well, he was like, well, did she tell you when you were going to die? I was like, no, she didn't tell me that information. And he goes, would you want to know when you die? Mm. Mm. And I said, hell yeah. Really? Yeah. Hell no. You wouldn't want to know what date you die. Hell no. Why not? Because that then you just dread it for your entire existence. Mm. If I knew I was going to die, say, three years from now, which probably isn't far off anyway, <laughs> I would be like, F this. I'm done with everything. Right. I'm going to quit work. I'm not going to. I'm not Wait, gonna this job. What about this business job? I'll do this one. Okay, good. But I'm going to quit the <laughs> other 17,000 jobs I have. I'm going to start doing Tons of drugs. That's what I'm like. Why can't you stop you from doing, doing that, that now? Thank you. Responsibilities. Exactly. That's the answer. Responsibilities. If oh. you know you're going to die in like, I don't know, 20 years. So all of a sudden, you know you're going to die. So responsibilities just go out the window? Hell Absolutely. Yeah. Chris, would you not? No. You would not, not no. want to know the day that you die? Absolutely not. Because right now, I am living my life as if I'm already going to die tomorrow. So I want today to be the best day possible. Then why are you driving that Volvo? <laughs> My mother texted me just a couple minutes ago. This is exactly what she said. I listened to your show yesterday. I really enjoyed it and laughed a lot. Near the end, I remember thinking, wow, a whole hour where I wasn't personally or socially insulted. And then, bam, Stacey Moody with the Yo Mama joke. Would you please remind her who was her first advocate? Ooh. Which is she's literally my mom. That's my mom was like, why don't you put that girl on with the stolen cold? She's funny. She's my favorite radio personality. But I was like, hey, it's me. Hey, it's me. I've been I, doing this. I'm your daughter. And she's like, <laughs> no. Stacey Moody is my favorite radio personality. You've really come a long way. I actually love Chris's laugh. <gasps> You're so right about Justin being so important. Close enough. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Stacey is, well, Stacey. And you sound great as usual. Positive vibes the whole show. If I could pick on anything, yes, I must. It's the questioning grunt that you make before some statements, as if you're unsure how to word it. I know that you hear it. Love, Mom. <laughs> it's like hashtag throwback Thursday, except way, way, way more embarrassing. This is mortified. Yes, it is. Oh, I am not ready for this. No. We put this thing in. <laughs> we put Jordan Silver's best mix ever in. Surprise, my computer hasn't exploded. And there are 15 tracks. You're in control because I can't be in control because I don't know if I play the songs. All right. You want to start and see what the first song was what? on oh. Jordan Silver's best CD ever? Okay, you ready? Yep. yep. It's been one week to look to me. Okay. So that's that's what played when he popped in the CD. Are you serious, dude? That was Bare Naked Ladies. That's a good song. What one week? Yeah. Now I went to Hoodwink. Gonna make you stop think. All right, Bare Naked Ladies. Not mortified really? yet. Okay. Track one was Bare Naked Ladies. One week. Okay. Jordan Silver's best CD ever. Just trying to see what the hell is on this mix CD that I made. God only knows when. If Bare Naked Ladies. One week kicks it off. I could have made this CD anytime from 1998 to last week. Yesterday? Yeah. Let's uh, let's deduce a little bit Ooh. more with what track two is on Jordan Silver's Number best two. Let's CD ever mix. Never made it as a wise man. I couldn't cut it as a poor man's theme. Nickelback? I am. Was that Nickelback? Yeah. Ew, I'm shouting out listening to Nickelback? That is on your greatest hits. Which one is that? You remind me? You re That's like the first one, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, my God. So, Bare Naked Ladies, one week is how it starts out, which I was fine with. And then it goes into Nickelback, You Remind Me. Well, I must have made this CD before Nickelback became a joke. 
Why would I put the Were first they one? ever not? Maybe not in the beginning. I don't know. Wow. Oh, weird. Okay. What is track number three on this CD that I uncovered in my closet that I wrote down as the best CD ever? What is track number three? That is one of the greatest lines ever written in music. It's my party and I'll cry if I want to. Has that just been your life motto? (laughs) Yes. I have a tramp stamp that says that. It's my party and I will cry if I want to. So the CD that I found in my closet that I labeled best CD ever. Track one, Naked Ladies One Week. Track two, Nickelback. Oh my God. You remind me or how you remind me. Something. Something. Number three, Leslie Gore. It's my party. From like 1950. <laughs> so, <laughs> something like that. Uh, let's see what else is on this best CD ever that I uncovered. The hell's this? The hell's this? Oh, oh, listen to your heart. Is this that song? Hold on. Oh, that's a long intro. What is this song? Oh my god, here it comes. Oh my god, here it comes. Oh my god. Is this? <laughs> this is mortifying. Turn it off! Okay! I hope you dance. I don't even know who does that song. Uh, that is track four on my best CD ever so far. I don't know. Let's go to track five now, please. Yo, man. Ow! Yo. Open up, man. It doesn't sound right. You know when you would download a song oh. and it would be like a crappy version of it that wasn't the real shaggy version? Why you want, man? Cotton. Yeah, no, you're right. That's, that is like some karaoke. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. might not be able to hear it in the car, but there is definitely a difference. There's definitely a difference. All right, Shaggy, It Wasn't Me. That's a good song. Track number six on my best CD ever. Hit play, please. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Is this the song you were uh-huh. talking about yesterday? Yeah. I got really into ecstasy for a second <laughs> in college. Yes. yes! Del Rude, Sandstorm. God! The CD ever! The BT2000! Okay, we gotta keep going. We gotta okay, keep going. Right, We're only on right. track six of 15. Right. Uh, that was Da Rude, Sandstorm. God, dude. Wow, this CD really is all over I the mean, place. I mean, it has definitely redeemed itself so far. Uh huh. Okay, ready? Yep. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> Side note, my mom just texted me, Leanne Womack, sing that song. (laughs) So we would go to the club with our friends, and we had a friend named Ruth. And so it was like, who let the dogs out? We would go, Ruth. (laughs) Basically, what we're doing right now is we're finishing off a a CD that I made at some point in my life. The latest song is 2001. So I'm thinking the CD was made around 2001. So whatever the hell is left on this CD for us to discover... From my best mix ever. So far, mm-hmm. what I'm getting from this vibe, eighth grade dance music was like your your ass. All right. Or like the cheesiest, lamest wedding. <laughs> I always <laughs> wanted to be a DJ, told you that. All oh right. So God. to go over the songs on this random CD that I found called Best CD Ever. Uh, and we're playing it live on the air right now just to see what the hell's on it for Mortified because yep. we like doing that. Track one was <laughs> Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> one week. That's what you popped in. And that's the first thing that played. That's what, that's what pumps you up. <laughs> oh, and then it went to Nickelback. How you remind me. Wow. <laughs> 2001. Leslie Gore, It's My Party. That's very old song. Leanne Womack, your mother texted us that. Yeah, thanks, Mom. I hope you dance. Shaggy, it wasn't me. Or some version of it. 
when you downloaded the wrong version. <laughs> yeah. It was like, this is Shaggy's version. It's like some guy who, who recorded, recorded it in his bedroom. <laughs> Jerk. I know. Darud Sandstorm. Yes. And Baja Men Who Let the Dogs Out. Ruth. Good old Ruth did it. Poor Ruth. I think she's dead, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know, I dog. know. It's a tragic story. What happened to Ruth? Oh, my God. I think she was mauled by dogs. <laughs> I'm making all of that up. Okay. I, she's, I really she's wish good. You We're friends on Facebook. It's fine. <laughs> Okay. She got her teeth done. She looks nice. Wow, dude. All right. I'm going to play track eight. Are you track ready? Track eight from Jordan Silver's God. best CD ever. Best mix. Let's hear it. What? Oh, my God. Is this more Leanne Womack? No, but it's like Martina McBride or something. Ooh, I love watching you, baby. When what is this song? Tina McBride, dude. Ooh, I love the way <laughs> you love me. Yeah, the way you love me. The probably. way you love me. Yeah. Faith Hill. Wow. Yay. I mean, at this point, it's the same person. Sure. Why can't I get this to click? The way you oh. love me is track number eight on my best CD ever, and this is just getting better and better and better. Let's find out what track nine is. Oh, thank God. Woo! Right? Good. Blink-182, The Rock Show. See there, I somehow redeemed myself. No, 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 you're getting there. Okay, maybe the rest of it's pop punk. Oh, God. You just had Faith Hill. What's okay, track, track 10. <laughs> track 10 on Jordan Silver's best CD ever that I found in my closet and we're listening to live right now to figure out what the hell's on it. I, no. What is this? Is this Train? That's, that's, that's a deep piano. Shut it up! Shut it up! Shut it up! God, Jordan. What is that song called? Atmosphere. Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> okay, you ready? No, it's called Drops of Jupiter. <laughs> oh God. What's track eleven track on Jordan 11. Silver's best CD ever? Go. Woo! Oh my God. Were you trying to get with a girl? <laughs> With nope. this CD? Was, was this a love mixtape? I was channeling my inner girl. This song is incredible. Uh-uh. That song is incredible, and I will fight you outside with fists. <laughs> that song, Vanessa fists Carlton. A Thousand Miles is an incredible musical composition. God. All right, so, so far, side B of Jordan Silver's <laughs> best CD ever. Faith Hill, the way you love me. <laughs> I'm going to listen to that on the way home. Blink-182, The Rock Show, Train, Drops of uh, Jupiter, Vanessa Carlton, A Thousand Miles. We have one, two, three, four more songs left. We're on track 12. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. Live in La Vida Loca. Yeah. That's where he's talking about girl in the song, and you're like, oh, Ricky. Come on now. Ricky. Ricky Martin, Live in La Vida Loca. not into any of the girl stuff. I don't hate that I one. do put this album around 2001. Yeah. Three more songs 13, left. the most important one on this entire one. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it's Yes, it is. I'm so, so, so. Wow, dude. Corn barking song. Hold on. Hold on. Corn barking Barking song. What was that? It was corn. That was corn. I know that. But what was the twist? Twist. Twist. Do do do. Twist. Yeah. You know. Obviously, <laughs> living la vida loca. Track. Same hill. Is corn. corn on the same one. Not just corn. That wasn't freak on a leash. <laughs> that was just the lead singer barking <laughs> for four and a half minutes. Yes. <laughs> this is Jordan Silver. This is what it looked like inside of me uh, in 2001. That is terrifying. This is a terrifying look inside you. The last two songs of the best CD ever. This has to end on a banger. It's not going to, I have a feeling, but... That sucks. I, wait, track 14 of 15. You ready? Yeah. Of course! <laughs> yes. Oh, damn. Oh, dang. All right. This is not the... It's like a dance version of... God, I hope so. Yep. It's too fast for the original. Here, hold on. I get the bathroom part. All right, Celine Dion. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, 
hate this. I hate this. I think that was another one where you downloaded something wrong. Where I downloaded uh, something you wrong. You still put it on there, though. Sometimes you just fell asleep and let the CD burn. This was what happened <laughs> in days. the early 2000s. Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On. This is technically the last song on my, quote, best CD ever that I'm absolutely throwing in the trash can the second you give it back to me. Oh, this I'm is not, not giving it back to you. Are you ready for this? No. Are you ready? Does it get Jordan Silver, more 2001. Does it get more embarrassing than Leon Womack. Let's no, find out. I don't think I can. Nickelback. Okay, Nickelback's the worst thing on there? Yeah. You ready? Uh-huh. Is this Mambo number Ladies five? Yes. Mambo number five. Yes. You have just so redeemed yourself, dude. Oh, the, 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 this, this really is the best CD. <laughs> Wait, after all of that. After. One, two, three, four, five. After Baja Men, Faith Hill, Vanessa Carlton, Ricky Martin, Corn, just a, a barking song from Corn. Yeah, actually, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. Pamela, Sandra, and Rita. I'm going to say this is the best CD mix ever. Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com app. I don't know if I'm going to get out of what I have to do in time. She's like, what do you have to do? And I was like, quit the gym. I have oh, to quit the gym. Ten hours at least. Last day of the month, I get charged for another month. Mm-hmm. If I didn't do it tomorrow, I'd be charged for basically two months. So I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm going to do it. And I had to psych myself up. Went to the wrong gym first. <laughs> That's a good start. Because I was so nervous. And then when I got to the right one, they scanned my little ticket. And I was like, hey, how do we, uh, how do we quit the gym? Mm-hmm. And the lady's like, go sit over there. Someone will come get you. The lights start flickering and Holy there's fog. Almost. Okay. The lady came and got me. And we went into this interrogation room. And then stuff like that started happening. Oh, God. She asked me why about 300 times I wanted to quit the gym. Yeah. And she's like, what about putting it on hold? I was like, eh, it's really far from where I live. And then they took my BMI. Uh-oh. A body no. mass index yeah. and made fun of me. And they said, come on. You really need to quit the gym? Did they take parts of your... Your side and just squeeze them. Yeah, with like, the little, little measuring thing that said way too big of a number. <laughs> then I had to do a rope course against the Navy SEAL. Oh, wow. How'd that go? It went really, really well, actually. Oh, good for you. I didn't realize I was so physically fit. <laughs> then they <laughs> waterboarded me. Was it an actual me. SEAL? No, it was a Navy SEAL. Okay, I'm just checking because that's... Oh, then they waterboarded me. No! They just put me back in that interrogation room and just put water on my head. Made me listen to Barney's I Love You a hundred times in no. a row. I know. And then this screen pops up and it's my mom and some dude behind her in a mask that says he'll slit her throat if I quit the gym. And I'm like, Mom, we had a good run. Oh, well. God. <laughs> See you in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Just to quit the gym. And then, and then, and then this witch pops up and says that she's going to put a curse on Blanche. All right. And then... I just wanted to see how far she'd take this. That's what happened you when I tried to quit the gym yesterday. You mean that All right. her recapping her entire day yesterday? Everybody knows right. that it's hold, hard. Hold on. Let me just look at this. Everybody knows that it's hard to quit the gym. They made it real hard. I get a text. Yeah. Noonish that says, it's so easy to get done with the gym. I just had to sign something and I'm out. Thank God. Headed to Shake Shack to celebrate. What? Jordan Silver and Friends. I know you, Dustin, are very close with your sister. Yes. I know, Chris, you're very close with your brothers. One mm-hmm. of them lives at your house. Literally. And you trust him to mm-hmm. watch your daughter sometimes. As of right now, I do, yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> My brother and I are not close. My cousin can attest to this. Yeah. It's uh, Keep Them Separated was your song. Yeah. The Offsprings <laughs> uh, Come Out and Play was our song because we just fight all the time. Well, my brother texted me yesterday, and it's so weird, because we never do this. I was like, what? Mm. Bubba. That's what he is in my phone. Bubba. <laughs> it's a picture of the Hella Megator. Oh, Green nice. Day, Fall Out Boy, and Weezer. And it goes, um, we need to go to this. Oh. I was like, whoa. What? My brother wants to bond with me? When we go home, we can last about an hour. Oh, for sure. We yeah. can be civil for about an hour, and then we just start fighting. Are you buying the tickets? Because... It's ridiculously expensive. Right. Well, that's the thing. I was like, oh, my God, my brother wants to bond. Let's give this another shot. It's like a bad relationship. You shouldn't try and make it work, but you're going to try and make it work. Exactly. Like, we're going to keep trying until we die. I was like, do you want to go to the one in Chicago? My brother goes, Wrigley Field would be amazing. And I go, okay, cool. Well, um, 
I can probably get us tickets. You know, I right. might know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. And maybe we get some badass seats. And he goes, cool. We'll get three because I want to bring a girl. <laughs> so he didn't even want to go with me, son of a bitch. Catch Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. Oh, I know we can do it's this. It's just live on the radio to all of Kansas City, the biggest <laughs> Chiefs fans of all time. Dustin and I have composed a musical composition that is in the musical styling of Dr. Dre and Tupac, California Love. We're basically calling it Kansas City Love? Kansas, Kansas City, City Love. Love. All right, let's call it Kansas City Love. Ready? Here we go. Kansas City playing the Titans. Kansas City gonna beat the Titans. In the city of Travis Kelsey. In the city of Tyreek Hill. In the city of Spy James the Cat. What are you doing? We're just, We're just keep it rocking. Keep it rocking. Come on, just go with me. Ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Now let me welcome everybody to the AFC West, where we love our Chiefs. Scratch that, we are obsessed. Pat Mahomes has an injury to his precious little knee, but Matt Moore is pretty good, so look out, Tennessee. We're a rabid bunch of fans from the Paris of the Plains. Now the Patriots have lost, so bitch, we in this game. In a humble brag, I'm talking because I'm talking about defense, and I'm handing it to Dustin to talk about defense. The defense stepped it up to get the job done. Out there looking like some kids, just having fun. But now we got our boys back. Watch out, Tennessee, Sec Nation. About to run things in the ASC. We won't know about my home till after the show, so don't ask us. Hey, see, good to go? But Jordan said, This ain't a humble brag. We're the Chiefs, baby, and we came Forest, to plant our flag. Kansas City, playing the Titans. Kansas City, gonna beat the Titans. In the city of Travis Kelsey. In the city. Tyreek Hill in the city. Five games a cat. Just add the cat. Exactly. I mean, so Jordan, right yeah. Jordan Silver on 96.5. The buzz. finally wore a hole in my sheets. How do you wear a hole in your sheets? You just sleep on them a lot, right? And I then guess. you wash them, and the washer kind of eats them. I mean, that's when you do wash them. But. I, oh, I do wash all the time. I wash my sheets at least once a week. At least. Usually twice a week. I don't. You don't? No. Oh, that's nasty. That's <laughs> nasty. I mean, making a bed is the absolute, it's torture. <laughs> it's like the only thing that you can't wash and dry and just leave in the dryer. You yeah, know? no. It was like, no, you can leave whatever outfit you made, whatever, I don't care, but when it comes to that, you gotta put those on. Well, I had some really nice sheets. Really nice sheets. The ones you ripped a hole in? Yes. Okay. The ones that my restless legs probably ripped yeah. a hole in from yeah. rubbing. I'd love happens. to blame it on my cat, but no, it was definitely my fate. Those were really nice sheets, and uh, I, I looked them up again, and they were so expensive. Okay. Because they were about $300. $300 for sheets. Yeah, 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 yeah. 800 thread count. Okay. Which is nice and soft. It's amazing. Listen, you got to take care of your sleeping. Yeah. you got to get a good bed. You do. Sleeping is so important. Rest is so important. I think if you take care of the good bed part, the sheets don't really matter. No. No way. That's like getting a car and then everything on the inside is manual rather than automatic. Oh, like you gotcha. have to roll up the Crank windows, windows and stuff. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The sheets, they're so important as well. You know, you can't just go out and buy like a 50 thread count. So did you spend another $300 on sheets? Well, so I was like, that's so much money. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. There were so many good reviews for this other set that were uh, 600 thread count. 12,000 very good, almost five-star reviews, right? Okay. Like, these are the best sheets that I've ever slept in, and it makes your sleeping better, and blah, 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 blah. So I was like, okay, sounds good. They were 50 bucks. Oh, hell yeah. That's right up my alley. 200 less thread count. Well, got them in the mail. It's like I'm sleeping on a burlap sack. <laughs> I'm telling you. It cannot it be is that so bad. rough and scratchy, and I cannot believe that 200 thread count. It's so different when it comes to sheets. I'm telling you. I was sleeping in a glove, like a glove of air and just like softness. And now I'm sleeping in like. You're so dramatic. It's not that bad. I didn't get a good sleep last night because of these scratchy ass sheets. It was sheets. not because of the damn sheets. Yes, it was. No, you were at Matt and Kim. Yes, but usually <laughs> my bed before I 
scratched a hole in the sheet. You, you uh, not a- from lovemaking, by the way. Let's just start with that. <laughs> uh, Chris was in the other room, and I was like, I just got some 600 thread count sheets. And he goes, Garosa. Alex uh, bought a pair. I think there are like 150 count for our Airbnb guests. Oh, that's so unfair. <laughs> they, they Torture. Were, you could see through it and just like, whoosh, it's just a dust in the wind. I was like, these are pathetic. You, Who you, gives a damn got, about the thread count? You got 1,200 thread count <laughs> sheets on your bed, but your Airbnb person gets 150? Follow Jordan Silver on Instagram at J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. Can I tell you something? I Please. So there's this girl that I like. And Wait, you like a girl? Shut up, Stacey Moody. Now you can talk. Okay. And we were hanging out, and I was just kind of like, looking at her and thinking, wow, I really like this girl. I really, really like her, and she's a friend. And then all of a sudden, she takes her phone and goes, look at this poop I just did, (laughs) and shows me her fecal matter in the toilet. And I was like, well, that's ruined. I love her now. Nope. Nope. No way, really? Fastest thing to make me not like you. Yeah. Because, I don't know. Yes. It's not like she, like... Pulled apart her butt cheeks and she no. might as well have. I'm sorry, I don't want to say something you know that came that in. They call it waste for a reason. They call it <laughs> void for a reason. But, but, uh, it's a time in a, in a relationship mm-hmm. th- that Urban Dictionary defines as farting terms. Okay. You know, you meet and then it's like the beginning and then you realize you're going out and then you say that you love them and then one of you farts in front of each other. Yeah. Are you there yet? Uh, no. I can poop around him, but only because I have toilet spray, like that poopery stuff. Oh, yeah. Clearly, I'm in there for a bit. He knows what I'm doing. Does it have a fan to make noise? Oh, I know. Oh, hell no. I know. But no, I can't fart in front of him yet. It's just, it's too much. So I just wake up and wait for him to leave the room or I leave the room. And I'm just, until that happens, I'm sitting here with pain and my stomach hurts. and I just suck it back in. I dated a girl for seven years. We lived together for like five of them. Never the fart and never no, the poop. No, five years. What? Yes. yes. Where did you go poop? We have two bathrooms. You will go upstairs if, you know, we're hanging out downstairs. Downstairs if you're hanging out upstairs. I would like there to be some mystery <laughs> left in the relationship. If it's that, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. I do kind of put myself out there a lot, but with that, no. No, I'm not just like, hey, look at... Well, I'm how big that is, babe. Want to kiss? Look what I just did. Look what I just made. I'm not going to send him pictures of it, but I'm not above sending that stuff to my brother. Oh, no. I've done that. Never been a family to do that. Your brother? All the oh, way yeah. in LA? Hey, I haven't talked to you in a few days. Check this out. He's like at church, and all of a sudden his phone rings. Yeah. He pulls it out, and it's your moody turd. What about my family makes you think any of us go to church? I was hoping that there was one of you that was good. (laughs) My mom's the best one. Right. And still no church. Dude, she tried for years to get me to be a good person through church. Every weekend I was puking, like making myself puke or pretending to puke to get out of it. Damn. And look how I turned out. I guess that's not a good argument. My mom always wants us to go with her to midnight mass. Oh, yikes. For Christmas. No. I know. And it's like, all right, listen, lady. (laughs) You go once a year, you think that all of your sins are going to be absolved. Right. The last time I went, and I refuse to go now, they were dipping this, like, scepter thing into holy water and sprinkling it all over the crowd. Swear to God, it burned. (laughs) Jordan Silver and Friends on 96.5. The Buzz. (laughs) Such asshole. Such asshole. Buzz fam. Yesterday, we pinky swore with our fingers crossed that we were going to wear Halloween costumes to work today. <laughs> Stacky Moody's the one that did it. She's got the Halloween spirit. <laughs> Will you tell everybody what your costume is? I'm a poo. <laughs> I thought you were a bear. I thought you were a bear. There's like bear colors. It's a onesie. Yeah. The hood is on the back. I'm like, oh, she's obviously a bear. Nope. And then I put up my hood and it's a poo. <laughs> It's a poo with eyes. An emoji poo. Yeah. Oh. How long have you had that costume? A few years, probably. 
See, somebody stole my Furby costume once, and then that kind of ruined <laughs> Halloween for me. You got a Furby costume? I did. It was just this great thing that you could wear whatever you wanted to underneath it. You just put it on, and it was a whole Furby <laughs> with a big old mouth and stuff. And then someone <laughs> stole it. And then I was like, no, Halloween for me. Oh, forever for, for the rest of time? I haven't dressed up since. No. Mm-hmm. This happened in Seattle, so it happened at least a long time ago. They ruined it for you? No. Yes. Mm-hmm. Chris, you were supposed to dress up, too. I was supposed to, but I couldn't find it. What were you going to wear? Muscly skin suit. What? You know those skin suits that you put over your body? No. And it's basically... Like different colors. Like a skin-tight nylon suit. You too? Are you serious? You don't need a skin suit. That's why I'm clarifying. Like a skin-tight nylon suit. Okay, but we can't put that past Chris. Well, I mean, fair... Thank you. Well, <laughs> he worked in a funeral home. He could be collecting little pieces of John, ew. Betty, and sewing it all together. I'd like to try that. But my skin suit, you know skin suits where they're, you go over your whole body. It's uh, one where it has images of muscles. Oh, so yeah. So it looks oh. like I don't have any skin. So it's my lack of skin suit. Non-skin suit. Yeah. I think you saw a picture of it before. Maybe. I probably blocked it out. <laughs> I just, I can't believe that. You two were just obviously at some kind of costume when Chris mentions that he has a suit made of skin. Obviously, he has a real skin suit, Mm -hmm. but I didn't think he was actually going to wear it here, so I knew what he was talking about. Does it smell? I left it out in the sun. (laughs) It's a little leathery. (laughs) Yeah, it crinkles when I have. I've got to moisten it up and get the moisture back in it so I can wear it. I need some lotion for the skin. Jordan Silver and Friends. We are doing what items would be in the blank blank starter pack. And it's going through each member of the show and then, of course, the buzz, the radio station starter pack. So I'll be first to be roasted. Going this way, just read the items, the four items that would be in. And the Jordan Silver starter pack. According to Chris Minders. First of all, of course, we have to have the White Claw. Yes, we that's, do. That's yes, got to be there. That one doesn't hurt at all. No. And then your scooter. Of course. Yeah, that doesn't hurt at all. That sounds like me. Uh, your early 2000s Backstreet Boy style <laughs> hair dye. That one hurts really bad. <laughs> <laughs> you need that one? No. And, uh, of Skin course, sucks. your uh, Louis Vuitton Supreme Apollo backpack. That's right. Ah! That, one, yeah. that wasn't so bad. That hurt a little bit. But I, I didn't realize we were, you know, like roasting each other. I would have been a little more... Yeah, I went light. Oh, well, damn, I roasted the hell out of you guys. This is going to smell like a campfire when I'm done with you. Dustin, what's in your Jordan Silver? The Jordan Silver starter pack. Did you guys know that I lived in California? (laughs) (laughs) This one's California. Can I get a White Claw? No. Can I get a Stella? Thanks. (laughs) You're talking about Caddyshack. They don't have White Claw there. Okay, yep, yep. I have a great deal for you guys from Diamonds Direct. Burn, that burns. Okay, good going. Last thing in the Jordan Silver Last thing in the Jordan Silver starter pack. I fell in love again. Um, she knows she doesn't know who I am. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Ow! All right, Stacy. God, mine sucks so bad in comparison. Good. Good. <laughs> hey, what's Jordan your- Silver? I'm so bummed. White Claw yeah. scooter. Yeah. Taylor Swift shirt. There you go. And Uber Platinum. <laughs> that sounds I just have like more. me. Here, just do this. No, one. no, 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 no. We're good. We'll move oh. on to Chris now. <laughs> What is it? Just what is it? Fred Armisen glasses. That's a good one. Oh, and Diamonds Direct. That is a... Hey, it's Jordan Silver. Wonderful place. Hey, guys. And the only place to get your diamonds here in Kansas City. All right, well, let's move this on to Chris. Mm, fine. The Chris Minders starter pack, according to me. A beat-up old Volvo that you're really oddly proud of. Ah, uh, yes. Six leftover chicken wings from the break room... <laughs> Sitting in an $8,000 Louis Vuitton bag. Yeah. A long pinky nail for some reason. (laughs) And the last thing in your starter pack, weird childhood stories about stuff that happened in elementary school that you're still mad about. Yeah, appropriate. All right. right, The Chris Miner's starter pack. Carries Louis Vuitton but won't pay more than $5 on lunch. Yep. ADHD. Chris, what are you doing? Where are you going? Yeah. Talks about Ferraris and drives a crappy Death Trap Volvo oh. and eats like a child, carries around a pound bag of peanut M&M's. Yes, he does. <laughs> That's true. Okay. What's in your Chris Minder starter pack, Stacey? Mm, this should be interesting. Flip flops. She's right okay, about that. Yeah, I'm always Every wearing those. Every single day. 
<laughs> any expensive car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Louis Vuitton. And yeah. if you saw how I spelled that, we would no longer <laughs> be friends. God. And my fourth one is a skin suit. That's okay. good. That's like good. It. it works. Well, let's move over to Stacy Moody. The yeah. Stacy Moody starter pack, according to me, blue hair dye. Uh-huh. How to be a sarcastic bitch handbook. <laughs> Yeah. Dear Hunter fan club president membership card. <laughs> I wish. And the last thing on your Stacey Moody starter pack, annoying Facebook updates about how cute and happy you are with your boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have a Boom. feeling that one's going to be mentioned a lot. <laughs> Stacey Moody that starter pack. That was good. That was good. to JSAF. Chris, what is in your Stacey Moody starter pack? My first one is 7-Eleven blueberry coffee. Oh, that's yes. a good one. A Betsy Johnson purse that's falling oh. apart. <laughs> Ouch. Where the, the stitches have come undone because the quality sucks. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I also have obscure band T-shirts, mm-hmm. Dear Hunter, and then anything about adorable loveness is gross. Right. Stacy in love is kind of gross. <laughs> I agree. I very much agree. So we are doing the starter packs, four items that would go in our <laughs> starter packs to be us. And Dustin is rubbing his hands together. We are still on Stacy Moody, so let, uh, let's hear what's in... Your starter pack. Don't even start. I'm most afraid of this one. Me too. The yeah. Stacey Moody, Moody starter pack. Ew. Dustin's relationship is so gross. Falls in love with a guy in five minutes and posts about him daily. <laughs> Starting to smell like campfire in here. I'm a heartless bitch, but volunteer every single weekend. Yep. Obscure bands. Hey, have you guys heard of Lone Wolf Outlet Plug? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you can look up Hot Topic in 2005, and that's a picture of Stacey Moody. <laughs> That's her default photo that when she calls me. good, man. That was all right. good. Hey, it's all right. You guys get to do me now. That's right. Yeah, we're going to do what you right now. <laughs> Dustin the Wind starter pack. Let's, let's. Dustin the Wind starter pack. Four items that we would put in it. And this one is according to me. Dustin, your starter pack starts with genitals in a jar on your girlfriend's dresser. <laughs> a bedroom still in your mother's house. Damn. A heart of gold. Aww. Which yeah. is the truth. And an ESPN pass to watch all sports ever. It started out a little, little rough. I wish I would have known that what he said about me before I put those last two about the heart of gold. I know, right? This is the starter pack, and I'm doing it for Dustin. Kansas City Chiefs hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a cornhole kit. <laughs> so confused. That's so, so sexual. Let's, let's go a newer Buick. Just because the fact that he's 22 and drives a newer Buick is hilarious. And he probably bought it himself. Wet wipes to wipe the brown off his nose. Oh, oh, he got you there. (laughs) All right, Dustin. I've got your uh, starter pack here. Chief's hat. Any trash beer. Oh. Okay. Jess. Just in general. (laughs) His girlfriend. And Jordan's ass. Man, so I yes. got kiss ass like four times. Well, yeah, and I called you. it a heart of gold. Of course you did. It's like I love this. I wanted us to do one about the buzz, about the radio station, not the listeners, but like the radio station. What would be the four things in the buzz starter pack? All right, the buzz starter pack. My four things: Jesus Christ. Does anyone at this st- station have a college education? <laughs> Jesus Christ, does anyone at this station not do drugs? Jesus Christ, is everyone at this station drunk? Jesus Christ, Laszlo is such an asshole. Oh, that's pretty good. Anytime you go, hey, yeah, you know, I work at 96.5, they're like, oh, man, that Laszlo guy, yeah. he's an asshole. And you're like, I, okay. Like, he's a cuddly bear with us. <laughs> the four things on my buzz starter pack. Spoon man on repeat forever. <laughs> spoon man. Spoon man. Spoon man. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta visualize this one. When when wearing jeans, the part behind the heel is all ripped up, stepped on, and dirty. When I think the buzz, I think jeans all stepped on and dirty in the back. Hateful text line. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. And my last thing for the buzz starter pack, changing the subject when anybody asks about buzz beach. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends in the morning on 96.5. The buzz. Stace, how'd you wake up this morning? Sneezing. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Chris? Surprisingly not too tired. Uh, good. Dustin? Yeah. I woke up to the six alarms I have to set Damn. to wake up this early. But how'd you wake up? Crying. Oh, huh? uh, what? Why? Crying. Why? Because of Chris. <gasps> Me? What yeah, did you do? What did I do? You uh, did something messed up in a dream. 
And I'm pissed You're at you. You're not blaming me for that, are you? <laughs> I wouldn't be blaming you if it didn't happen like this. Are you ready? Oh. I suppose. Now that it happened so long ago, I don't really remember the dream, but I had a backpack, and you, Chris, kept trying to put something in it. And I was like, Chris, no, I don't want to put that in my backpack. So you go to reach over me because you're tall like Slenderman. And uh, <laughs> and you go to put whatever it is in my backpack. Yeah. And then I kind of like karate chop and block you with my right hand. Right. Okay. But that happens at the exact moment that I wake up in real life. And guess what? You don't karate chop bland, do you? Oh. My cat. And he just goes <laughs> and flies away. I spent 30 minutes crying and singing You Are My Sunshine over and over and over again. He's pissed at me, oh, even wow. now. What's not my fault? Yes, wow. yes it, is. it is. Chris, what a dick. Yeah, god damn, Chris. You're such an what, asshole. What do I do now, you guys? I've never, ever, ever raised my hand at my pet. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. And now he's scared. He's going to have to go to cat therapy now. Are you happy with yourself? I still don't think you can blame this on oh, me. Oh, that's absolutely your fault. Yes. Because I went from sleeping to awake because of something that you did. Wow. I didn't want anything in my backpack. Carry your own damn jacket. The show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan. With an eye. You are with Jess. Stacy has AZ. Chris just had a baby with his beautiful, loving wife. Y'all are in, like, these real relationships where they're with you. Yes, I know you have to wake up early, babe. But the new part of a relationship, the new oh, part, the God. wooing stage. How are you supposed to woo someone and go to bed at 7.30? That's why I'm asking! <laughs> so when I ask people on dates, I'm like, cool, what are you doing Wednesday at 2 p.m.? It's like my carriage turns into a pumpkin at, like, 6. <laughs> it's horrible. So, like, everything is against me. It's my job to pick the date because I asked, so right? cool. So I was like, all right, girl, <laughs> here are 10 things that are going on in Kansas City when we're supposed to be on a date. Number one is an easing school anxiety webinar. Would uh, you like to go to watch a computer <laughs> with me and watch an easing school anxiety webinar? Can we share headphones? Oh Maybe. My. That would be the most romantic thing that could happen there. <laughs> the UMKC trombone ensemble. That's just going to be a lot of room for jokes. <laughs> oh, I love this one. This was the one that I hit her with the most. I was like, all right, three-week extravaganza at the Price Chopper in Blue Springs. How do we do anything else? Oh, God. It's a hiring event at Cabela's in Kansas City, Kansas. <laughs> the closest thing to an actual date that you could do around that time, there's some ballroom basics dancing. Oh, that'd be fun. No, it's not. Not for a first dance. date, but... No. All right, maybe maybe we've started slow. Give me give me some good ones. Cool. Well, there's coffee with a cop at the KCMO 7-Eleven. That could be neat. As long as it doesn't run your record, you'll be fine. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> then there's a talk about financial peace, followed by a talk about social security. <laughs> you don't want to talk about either one of those with someone on the first date. <laughs> we go to a talk where they're like, all right, you have all of your financials in, in order. In order. <laughs> No, no, I don't. Uh, there's a Freemasons meeting. Oh, we're both girls, so, so you're out on that. that one. Yeah, and then the last thing is a fun run at Liberty Memorial School for the kids. Just like randomly show up at this, this elementary <laughs> school. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Uh, oh, murder on the beat. That's what they say. <laughs> Here we go. Castle came with the lines and all them fouls. Everyone was watching it, holding in their bowels. Like a friendly up against a Chevy Volt. That's how bad we're gonna beat those indie Colts. Red Friday, red, red Friday, bitch. 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 Yes! Yes! Just like a Bentley against the Chevy Volt. Jordan, yeah. what? I'm almost positive yeah. that Chevy is one of our sponsors. Oh, <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. I can't believe I have to read this. This is crap. Excuse me. All right, fine. The big boss just ran in here, gave me a piece of paper to read. I, Jordan Silver, deeply apologize <laughs> for my insensitive words earlier in the show against the Chevy Volt. It is a solid car that is doing great things for the environment. Go pick yours up from McCarthy Morse Chevy <laughs> in Kansas City. You were in the moment. Right. I mean, what else rhymes with cults? I mean, I went through... Everything. Bolt. Dumb. Ah, Bolt. Damn. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends. On the bus. No. I have to move.
You have to move? I have to move. I've been marked. You've been marked? Yeah, I've been marked as an idiot. Why? Oh. Last night, 7 o'clock, sitting on my couch, no bra. <laughs> That's how I chill at my house. <laughs> Knock on the door. What? 7 o'clock last night. Knock on the door, right? How? Oh, no. What's wrong with the building now? You know? Hold on a second. Because I go, find a bra, mm-hmm. put it on, open up the door. Trick or treat. Oh. I live in an apartment building. What? Downtown. Oh. How'd they get in? Right. Hmm. So cute. Hold your stuff. I'm like, oh, great. I don't have candy. I ate it all. <laughs> I did have candy. At the beginning of this week, I ate it all because I'm kind of depressed. <laughs> and that's what I do on the couch with no bra on. Now you know. Hmm. So I go over to my counter. Like, because you can't say no. No, you got to right? find something. Right, got to find something. So I look over it. And I'm like, all right, well, I've got these leftover Pizza Hut Parmesan cheese packets. Boom. <laughs> Next to that were my Lana Del Rey tickets. No. Right. That'd be a great... No, that's a no. So next to that is my wallet. And I know that I have some cash. Dollar bills. Well, mm-hmm. this is a lesson I've learned the hard way. I always bring cash to the bar and never give them my card. And so I was like, all right, no, I know that I went to the ATM and picked up some money for what I'm going to do this weekend. So I go to my wallet and I was like, oh, my God, this is 20s. Only 20s. Only 20s. No five, no tens, no one. So I had to pull 20 out of my wallet for Spider-Man. Okay, worth it. And then another 20 for the Oompa Loompa standing next to the And then another 20 oh, for the Baby Shark. And then another 20 for the witch. Halloween cost me 80 bucks. Hashtag Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. The last thing that I, I listened to was a DJ book. But before that, it's self-help books. Like, how do I take care of this problem with me? Because I always want to be working on myself emotionally. That's a good characteristic. Thank you. But if you were to look at my Audible suggestions, it is so sad. The first one, Narcissist and the Peter Pan Syndrome. <laughs> oh. Audible.com wants me to listen to that. I mean... Audible.com suggesting that I have the Peter Pan Syndrome. Don't grow up, Jordan. Never grow up. It's a trap. I'm 37. Addiction, procrastination, oh and laziness. <laughs> my memoir. <laughs> right. The Emotional Incest Syndrome. I don't even know what that's about. It's got an elephant on the cover. Uh, I know what one of those words means. I, it's not I know what two of them are. And then the Legend of Zelda Link's Diaries. What? <laughs> what is this algorithm? What did I do? I don't like video games. Exaholics, breaking your addiction to an ex-lover. Oh, this is okay. what Audible.com is suggesting for me. Nice girls don't get the corner office. Unconscious mistakes oh. that women make that sabotage their careers. Can you order that one for me? <laughs> yes, but I'm sure it's not a third grade read. Uh, the next is The Witch's Book of Self-Care. The Witch's Book? Of Self-Care. That sounds about right. Treat yourself, witches. And then, I don't really like this one. Oh, God. Things that no one will tell fat girls. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, Why is that a book? I don't know. And a book that Audible has suggested for me to download as my next read, due to all the things that I read. Next is Almost a Psychopath. The audio book. The human magnet syndrome. Mm. Why we love people who hurt us. Oh, (laughs) no. Women who love too much. Oh. And, oh, God, this one. The fast track to your technician class ham radio license. (laughs) There you go. Like, that's going to be my next read. There it is. And then finally, save me from myself. And it is the biography of one of the dudes... From corn. What? <laughs> Not even the main corn guy? Not even Jonathan Davis. <laughs> Brian Head Welch. Save me from myself. But, like, which book should I read next, guys? The corn saving himself. No, I'm, are you kidding me? The ham radio. You know how useful that is? almost a psychopath. I'm interested in that one. Really? Because I'm really interested in things no one will tell fat girls. <laughs> it's like hashtag throwback Thursday. Except way, way, way more embarrassing. This is Oh, okay. You guys, believer or non-believer in psychic abilities and spirits and stuff? You worked in a funeral home. Oh, definitely a possibility. Absolutely. Okay. Stace? Not at all. Really? No. Nothing? No. It's all open-ended. I thought the same thing before I went in and I met our local psychic, 
Jamie Collins. Okay. She is really right. good. Not even sponsored by her. I just have to say that this woman has got it. Because I went in, this is stupid. There's no way that this is real. How the hell is this woman going to know anything about me? And so I went in with my friend who, there's nothing about her on the internet. She's a teacher, so she has to keep her social media very clean. Sure. My friend went first, and I sat through her reading. Everything that Jamie Collins was saying was legit. I know my friend really well. Okay. Everything. Even if you think that she could have Googled my name and got some information, yes, there's way more information about me on the internet than my friend that I went with doesn't have an internet presence. And my friend was also very skeptical, so when the psychic Jamie Collins started saying these things, my friend would just be, her reaction was very little. Like, yep, nope. Okay. Then you got me, Mm. who's like cracking jokes and stuff. Well, yeah. It is you. Going in, I was like, we'll just see how this happens. And leaving, I was like, this is the only psychic that I will ever go to. She is so good. The reading was about uh, almost an hour. Here we go. This is the very first way that we start our session. If you'll just do me a favor and say your first name out loud for me, please. Which one? I, don't, I have a real name and I have the one that I have. like what the one everyone knows, not what's on the birth certificate. What do people call I'm you? Jordan. Okay, okay, what you go by. She like gets into this like psychic trance and she's closing her eyes and she's spinning around and da 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 da. And then she God. goes, tell me your name. And then I go, which one? And she stops and opens her eyes and looks at me and goes, whatever name you're known by. <laughs> then my grandmother comes through. I just want you to know that when she's describing how she's seeing my grandmother sit in the afterlife is exactly the same way she was sitting in the last photo I have of my grandmother alive that I took with my phone. I have a woman who steps forward and just kind of sits on the edge of the chair. She's kind of like this. Now the way that this woman is making me feel like when I ask her about her transition, this woman is ill. She shows me black splotches all over. So yeah, she got cancer and then got rid of it and got cancer and got rid of it and got cancer and got rid of it. And eventually it just kind of beat her. What are your internal feelings as a skeptic coming along in these instances where there's no possible way she could have known? There's no possible way she could have known that my grandmother was sitting like that in the last photo that I have of her. You didn't post it or anything? No! This is where I'm like, all right, okay, this seems kind of real. Mm-hmm. So we'll continue on. <laughs> For the most part, when she did the psychic reading, she had her eyes closed. But there were a couple times where she opened them. At one point, she opens them and looks at me and then looks over my left shoulder and kind of freaks out because guess what? What? There's someone there. She was okay to transition. Do you have a preacher? Or would there be somebody, because all of a sudden I'm seeing a man here um, who's dressed in black and they have the white, you know, the collar. Oh my God, Slender Man is behind me. <laughs> <laughs> she like basically sees Slender Man. I'm like this ex-Catholic and all of a sudden there's a priest that like walks with me through life, literally walks behind me. Like your guardian angel? Yeah, but guardian Slender Man, hmm. I guess. Here's where it starts to get real freaky. Okay. My grandmother sends me a warning. I need to stop doing something. Because I could die from it. What do you think that possible thing could be? Was something that I just got into? Uh, scooters. Nope. Keep going, but very close. Um, what was that other thing that I got into that I started doing that was very dangerous? Michael Scott train thing. Oh, Jumping train hopping. Train, right? Even though I'm over here, I see this. Where are you taking a train trip? Because I literally <laughs> was shown you on an Amtrak. So. Oh my God! I have been jumping trains. <laughs> Wait, you now? Yes. You mean recently you've been jumping just trains? Just across the boat and jumping oh over there just for fun. To, see, to feel alive. To feel oh alive. But there was one time when I was doing it when the train just started moving while I was in the middle of jumping it. There's a part of me that feels like, okay, she's a risk taker, she's adventurous, and then there's this other part of me like, stop Wait, that. Stop jumping trains. Okay. Okay, so my grandmother's sending a message from beyond the grave that I need to stop jumping trains because it's dangerous. That's good. Jumping trains? Come on. Well, then uh, my other grandmother comes through. Okay. And I don't like her. This one sucks. The psych- Yeah, the psychic reprimands me for not liking my grandmother. And do you have someone in your family who speaks another language or has a Hispanic or Latino background? Yeah. Who, who's that? My, Grandma? Grand- my father's mother, who I hate. I don't talk to her. Oh, stop it. Is she still on this earth? 
Yes, but she's been dead on the inside since the 20s. <laughs> That's why. That was my justification for that. How the hell do you explain this next thing, Stacey? Look at what my grandmother, from this psychic reading, is showing the psychic <sighs> when I went on Saturday to have my psychic reading done. So I don't know if someone, if there's a song. I don't know why she's talking to me about a radio. <gasps> do you have an old radio or what's the radio? Why is grandma playing with the radio? Why is grandma playing with the What do I do? Uh, I work in radio. Right. Dude, seriously, you're what? kidding me. Because I work in radio. She called it. She didn't know. She didn't know. Stop, what? dude. A oh. simple Google search when you... Oh, God, God you're such you're, a hater. You Whatever. Wanna, they don't do I, Google searches. My heart's about to explode. All right, well, okay, so my grandfather also passed away, but I wasn't that big of a fan of him. Mm -hmm. We know this. I've got something to say after this. Just take a listen and... Uh, yeah. Somebody makes my head excruciatingly hurt. I don't know if you have somebody. I believe there's someone that grandma's with. I'm being shown in our name. My grandfather who passed away a couple of years later, his name is Roland. Mm, you don't feel tight with him. Oh. Did you know him? I went to Dairy Queen during his break. Wait, I'm serious. Oh, okay. So y'all had no interactions. He's my boys. I mean, no. Yeah. I had a brother way more. November or the 11th of the month, because she keeps showing me 11, which is a master number. My cat's 11. That's actually really important. <laughs> no, that's important. I have like a death pack of my cat. I love him so much. Please tell me he's loving <laughs> Okay, could have literally be anything with the number 11. Well, I couldn't put together while I was there. So my brother's going through hell. He's really at like a crossroads in his life, right? And he was born in November. Looking back, the psychic was trying to give my brother a message. My grandfather was trying to give my brother a message. And I'm just like, shut up! Shut up! I want to talk about my cat. Is my cat going to die? <laughs> and uh, then she hits me with... This, Stacey, explain this. So if somebody has a life path number of 11, it lets me know that that person is intuitive. That's why I asked you earlier, do you hear spirit or connect with spirit or have had anything around spirit? Do you consider yourself very, I know we're all intuitive. Do you consider yourself intuitive? Definitely. I feel like I can predict the very immediate future, which I thought was just um, learning human behavior. She's like, oh, bitch. Hello, what's up? You psychic too. I can predict the immediate future. I do it all the time. The immediate future, like within like one or two minutes. And like I told her, I was like, oh, I mean, I thought that was just that I was very good at, at reading human behavior, like knowing what people are going to do and stuff. But she's like, bitch, you're psychic. Mm. <laughs> For the next minute. Did you see the face she just gave you? I did. I'm psychic. She can tell what's going to happen in the next 60 seconds. <sighs> what am I going to do? In the next I'm going to punch you in the face. Uh, and then, the psychic, for my psychic reading this past Saturday, explain this, Stace. Okay. I just saw a rooster walk in front of you. <gasps> and so, um, this is like... Uh, so, uh, I just had some injections in my knees. They literally made the injections out of the column of a rooster. And now I can, like, walk and not fall. I'm dead serious. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That alone should convince you, Stacey. Like, how the hell did my, like, the rooster just pops up in the psychic's head and she's just like, well, duh, a rooster, my knees with the rooster shots. This was a big topic for a while on the show. Do you think psychics listen to the radio? I think people who were paying good money and that this is their reputation and this is how they trick you. You are so yeah. wrong. Depending on who's in the room, sometimes somebody from the other person that's in the room can come through during someone mm -hmm. else's reading. She can't just be like, oh, yeah. take a listen to who pops in now. But they want to work those, hmm, you don't know a Jack and you don't know a Jack. I know a Jack. In spirit? No. Hmm. And you don't? No. I love Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that one? No, I didn't even think about that. So a Jack comes through. But then we get to the two last questions. All right, just listen. There's something about a diamond ring. <laughs> uh, yes. I just asked her for validation. So, can you tell me? So you're not engaged or... No. <laughs> and you don't have... Ooh. I want to marry Taylor. You know? <laughs> no, I really do. I believe you. <laughs> 
What's your ultimate vision? Besides marrying Taylor Swift? <laughs> yeah, besides that. Oh, yeah, really yeah. So she keeps saying that I'm not going to marry Taylor Swift. Do you think that was your Diamonds Direct commercials? <laughs> oh. That again? <laughs> that again? Play on the radio all the time? <laughs> Maybe. That's why I laughed. Oh, she's like, she sees a diamond. It could signify anything. She's like, are you engaged? No, no. But the one question that I really wanted to know in my deep ocean of a heart was, am I going to die alone? Mm-hmm. Am I going to die alone? Because I am single. I'm in my late 30s. It's kind of over. Yeah. You specifically asked that question? She kind of goes ahead and just, yeah. Since grandma transitioned or here recently, not since you transitioned, here recently that's engaged or grandma does not have a missing diamond ring. No, I mean, I'm wondering if I'll ever find somebody, but I don't know if that's what that means. <laughs> Why did you show me that? Start talking to the ghost. So I'm like, hey, hmm, my biggest fear is that I'm going to die alone. And she just kind of sits there and goes, Why did you show me that? To the ghost. <laughs> what? Why did you show me that? Why did you show me that? That's creepy. Right? I'm like sitting there going, well, she didn't really answer my question. Am I going to die alone? She goes... Why did you show me that? And so I'm sitting there going like, all right, am I going to die alone? Am I going to die alone? She's going to answer my question, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously. She's going to tell me that I'll live happily ever after. And then this happens. That's just interesting. And Grandma didn't have a diamond ring. (laughs) She doesn't answer my question at all. She goes back to the diamond ring. Jordan Silver on the bus. Clothing shopping, I hate. Yeah, you hate clothing shopping because you hate doing the fitting room thing, you don't like how anything looks, you just want to go in, get what you want, get out. Yes. And if you like it, you buy 20 of it. Yes. I'll buy stuff on the internet first. I will sit there and be like, that looks like a nice sweatshirt, let me order that, get it delivered in the mail, and be like, I don't like this, and return it. I'll do that over going to a you store. You would rather take the time to go back and mail it back. Yes, than go into a store. I don't like how they have the mirrors in the middle of the store. It might as well just be like... A runway, you know, with lights and stuff. And it's like, hey, everybody at Forever 21, look at Jordan. She's about to try on this jacket. That's <laughs> what it feels like with those mirrors and everyone's looking. And I mean, there's, there's never any just in the back where you can just shamefully go and look and see if this jacket looks nice on you. See, I love clothes shopping. So I used to always wear larges. Now I buy extra large hoodies because of my girlfriend. Your girlfriend's like 110 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> I'm aware. She likes to basically swim in my hoodies. That is a thing. At one point, I probably had 20 hoodies. And now? I'm down to my last four. That's a rite of passage in a relationship. Yep. Is when people start stealing your clothes. I have to go buy more hoodies. I know. I have zero pairs of sweatpants. Do you know how many I've purchased over the past one year? Sure. A ton. Do you know how many girls I've dated over the past one year? One. (laughs) I don't get it. Why can't I just have sweatpants at my house? And then I buy new hoodies or you buy new sweatpants and you bring them back. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I love these. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus was one seriously lit baby shower. Mm. Turn up. Probably shouldn't have been as lit as it was. Buddy. So I was there for you. Dustin, have you been to a baby shower? No. Okay, so this was your first as well? Yeah. Okay. Dustin's 22. I thought it was to be expected. I mean, judging by how wide his eyes went, he probably wasn't expecting this either. Let's set the scene. Saturday. Mm -hmm. Your house. Surrounded by love. You know, the second that I walked in the door, I figured that it was going to be a bad idea, but I already spent the money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, do it now. I just decided that I was going to go get a little drunk Mm -hmm. off of the punch. I apologize. We did not have any White Claws there. White Claw or alcohol. There was no alcohol. (laughs) So that's fine. Um, Who all was at the, the baby show? It was mainly her family, you and Dustin and Nikki from... From downstairs. Everybody there looked exactly like you would think. Your wife's grandfather. Yes. He was the one that made me slightly nervous. Does he make you nervous? A little bit. He's like the seemingly kind of perfect person, just does everything just right in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While everyone was in the living room and the dining room eating and talking about the baby and mm-hmm. getting ready to play some games and stuff like that, he's just, his arms are crossed in the kitchen just asking everybody manly questions. Yeah. Like, how's the job going? Do you work with your hands? What kind of frequency on your own? And how far does that go? And yeah, Uh he's an engineer. So it's. He was the one that I thought was going to have the most fun out of everybody, honestly. Did you? I just wanted to turn it up a little bit. Yeah. 
turned it up to like 18. You could have turned it up from like a 6 to a 7 or 8. But... I've never been to a baby shower. I thought, I thought that this was a thing. Did you? Yeah. So uh, we eat some food, which was awesome. There were peanut butter M&Ms for of dessert. Course, of course there were. Okay, so then everybody's done with the cake and everything, and it's time for presents. Mm -hmm. We're all gathering around the living room and watching her gather around the presents and everything and start to open them, and there's some beautiful gifts. I brought a beautiful gift. Beautiful? Hey, Candy's nice looking. She's attractive. She's nice looking. I got her from All American Sweethearts. That's the issue, though. Yeah. Like, All American Dolls would have been appropriate. Oh, yeah, all American Dolls. got that wrong. Yeah, not American, oh. all American sweethearts. I didn't know. There was a knock at the door, <laughs> and you jumped up and shouted, hey, it's here. Yes, you're surprised. That's an odd thing to shout out when, a, when, you're, when you hear a knock at a stranger's home or at someone else's house. Not if you ordered candy. Not if you ordered candy. Candy was at the door. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a knock at the door, Buzz fam. And I think it's the stripper that I bought or brought or paid. What do you, what do you even say? <laughs> I never done There's a knock at the door. And I was like, let's turn this party to 18. Oh. Well, to be fair, she did, I think, I don't know what kind of stripper you ordered, but she came in a nice suit. So I don't know if like some lawyer thing, but she looked good. Yeah, she, of course. I wanted it to be professional-like at the beginning. Yeah. And then just bring in that boombox, turn it on, and just, woo, give, give your wife a lap she dance. She set down the boombox and turned it on. I'm like, hold on. I know where this is going. Uh, but the problem was that it wasn't her first. It was Dustin. Yeah. Dustin, you, was, you were two hours late for a baby shower. Felt very warm and welcomed with the fact that you just swung the door open. Like, come on. Here's your gift. Oh, wait a minute. It's Dustin. Dustin's like, what's I, going on? All right. I came in, brought the gifts, and then, then when Candy showed up, <laughs> see, I'm all about it. I That was a party. So, Jordan, for future right. reference, yeah. at, my, at my baby shower, yeah. Candy is more than welcome. Okay, thank you. <laughs> see? Look at that. That's a baby shower. Who doesn't love it Candy? Was, we might as well have been, like, quilting together. Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.